Welcome to the Monday Moon Muse, everybody. Today is Monday, November 20th, and I am so delighted to connect with you all um, from India to wherever you are in the world. Um, we just had our big Diwali celebration here in uh, the Delhi region, national capital region of India, and um, the seasons change. It's really interesting when we we follow the lunar calendar and and we can see that the timing of the festivals always correspond with the changing of the seasons. Like it doesn't matter if Diwali end, uh, begins uh, or takes place at the end of October or the middle of November, it always signifies the shift in the season at that time. And likewise in the spring, the holy season. So um, it's a very interesting shift happening. So today I wanted to talk about the moon's transit of Danishta. Danishta is the nakshatra, the constellation that the moon is transiting um, this Monday, beginning our week. And I want to frame my comments um, within the larger discussion of Saturn, you know, because Danishta takes place in Saturn's sign of um Aquarius. And right now Saturn is direct. He's just turned direct as of November 4th in the sign of Aquarius in the star constellation Shatabishak. And this is very significant because Saturn only comes into this kind of position every 30 years, 28 to 30 years. And um, within this time frame, it's like the whole planet undergoes a great big cleanse, a great big healing. Um, so with Saturn in Shatabishak, which means she who is surrounded by 100 healers or 100 healing remedies, what the, the impetus or the impulse of Saturn in this nakshatra um, is for all of us on the planet is a great big healing, a great big cleanse. And it, it seems like the world really needs it right now, what we're experiencing in terms of this unbelievable conflict and war and violence. It's, it, it seems like um, we've regressed as a human race, you could say. All the progress that we think we've made, we've just gone back to a state of barbarity. And this is, this is kind of apropos for Saturn's transit of Shatabishak, because the, the darkness always precedes the dawn. And between now and the end of the decade, we're undergoing a great big evolutionary impulse and a great big healing. The healing takes place first and, and the evolution follows from it. So why am I bringing this up is because the moon today is connected with Saturn. The moon is transiting Danishta in the sign of Aquarius where Saturn is also placed. And moon and Saturn together are kind of like that feeling of between a rock and a hard place. You may be feeling uh, the heaviness of the world. Um, 
you know, I, I remember reading somewhere about like how, how intimately connected we are to all forms of life on the planet. Like even the, the flutter of a butterfly's wings in, in Brazil has an impact all over the world. So you can imagine what, you know, like bombing the hell out of people would have on all of us. Like that, that feeling of heaviness, that feeling of hopelessness that can happen when Moon and Saturn are together. Moon is so sensitive and Saturn can be sometimes really harsh. Um, so, so what what is the hope in all of this or what you know what is the the eyes on the prize kind of moment of moon with danishta danishta is um the sign of the prophet the the symbol of danishta as i've explained um in prior moon muses is a handheld drum that signifies the the reception of a higher message listening and repeating what one has heard is also part of danishta becoming an instrument is part of danishta so famous danishta people are like the prophet muhammad prophet moses any kind of great prophet who has a message of healing and hope for humanity is connected with Danishta. So what what brings that or what what makes somebody a prophet um, with a with a higher evolutionary message? And I think the answer is revealed by the deities that rule over this nakshatra. And there are eight of them. These are collectively called the eight Vasus. Vasus, V-A-S-U-S, Vasus. Vasu means dwellings, dwellings. And they're they're actually where we all dwell um, and and dwell within us, but we oftentimes aren't aware of it because we get caught up in phenomenon. But a Danishta type, like if we look at the life of Muhammad, when he received the Quran, he received it in a state of silence, in a state of meditation, in a a state of, of oneness with nature. He became the indweller as it's said in the Vedas, to become the indweller of what the dwellings, the eight dwellings. So what are they? The first one is earth, the earth. And what does the earth give us? It gives us stability. So when we're centered in ourselves, when we're centered in the earth, we get that, that quality of stability. The second dwelling, the second of the eight vasus that rules over the nakshatra danishta is fire, which is that fire of transformation. Fire changes. Fire has its own instinctual intelligence. It knows where to go. Then comes wind, and wind is the ability to change and to adapt. The fourth one is water, 
which is the ability to go with the flow. The fifth one is, I have to look at my notes here, I don't remember. Fifth one is the pole star. The pole star, which is Dhruva in Sanskrit, the star directly above our head. And that provides us with the sense of um, changelessness, um, eternity, unchanging nature. Then comes the moon. The moon is the sixth vasu. And the moon is the, the realm of emotion, of feelings, of deep intuition, of time itself, because in the Vedic tradition, moon calculates the time. Then comes the seventh vasu, and the seventh is the dawn, dawn which is hope. And the eighth is light. The eighth vasu is light, which is enlightenment. It gives us our ability to see. So the eight vasus, you could say, are the sign of a prophet. A prophet is connected to all of these forces of nature and communicates them um, in his or her message of hope, of light, of changeability, of transformation, all of that. Um, for those of us that are suffering from disease. So, I mean, you could say that, like, it's not necessarily um, a learned quality, like a prophet doesn't, you know, go to school to become one. A prophet just is in that state of being. And in that state of being, in that state of stillness, of oneness, all of these qualities, all of these um, realms of goodness, you could say, simply come through. So I'm saying this because, you know, I'm having a hard time with social media lately because there's so much fighting and arguing. And I mean, we don't really need a war in the Middle East. We have a war amongst ourselves. Even I have two friends who I'm uh, like on in the middle of, you know, who each write me messages like, I hope, you know, so-and-so like sees the light and, and the other one writes me the same thing. And I'm like, you know, we, we talk about world peace, but within our own self, we're um, uh, we're ruffled, we're unhappy, we're troubled, we're not peaceful. So Danishta, I think this week carries a message for us all about the value of simply being connecting with nature at its source. These eight vasus are all the forces of nature that don't need us to figure anything out for them. They're just natural. They just occur on their own. And when we can align with those forces, um, then healing happens actually all on its own. We don't have to take a pill. We don't have to take um, the, the doctor's advice. We are our own healer. We are our own prophet. The, the other symbol of Danishta is the dolphin. And it's interesting that um, dolphins are considered to be the second most intelligent animal on the planet. 
next to humans. Humans are supposed to be the first intelligent planet, uh, um, animal on the planet, um, which, you know, I, I really wonder about most of the time. But dolphins are considered to be number two. And one of the qualities of their intelligence is their ability to communicate. They have this highly sophisticated um, system of communication, which um, arises naturally from them. They don't have to go to school to learn it. It, it, it arises from the very being from a state of joy. Dolphins are um, equated with joy. It's hard not to um, uh, feel happy when you see a pool of, a pod of dolphins swimming. Or even a Danishta person. Danishta people have this big bright smile and a laugh that's like a dolphin, like kind of a chattered laugh. Um, like <laughs> kind of thing. Um, and in that state of joy, all eight qualities, all of the eight vasus um, come into alignment. One becomes the indweller of, of the earth, of fire, of air, water, um, the pole star, the moon of light. All of these qualities just come out of a state of innocence. So I guess my advice uh, for the week ahead is as much as possible, protect your innocence, protect your natural expression of joy, and try not to get too caught up in um, the kind of evolutionary process that's happening on the planet. Um, you know, Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, from age to age, I come again and again when Dharma falls into a state of disrepair or falls into a, a state of decline, you could say. And right now the world is in such a state of decline. And the hope of, I think, the, the next um, five years as Saturn moves through um, this, the sign of Aquarius and into Pisces as we move into the end of the decade, the hope is that um, all of this is um, arising for a great leap and that there are new prophets on the way. From age to age, the prophets return with a message of hope, with a message of healing. And in a microcosmic way, I think this week has begun similarly. So these are my thoughts about today's moon transit of Danishta for the Monday Moon Muse. Uh, tonight, I will be teaching a uh, mini course on the 27 nakshatras of Vedic astrology. And I think that if you're new to the nakshatras or just have been fascinated about um, what you're learning through the 
Vedic Astrology World family and the Monday Moon Muses, I would really encourage you to sign up for this class and join us. Um, if you can't make it live, you can watch the recording, but it will really help you gain uh, an appreciation of the the full range of diversity on the planet, the full range of personality archetypes, of expressions of core power, of um, all of our unique uh, characteristics and core competencies. The nakshatras really reveal what's behind the curtain of our existence. It's it's too amazing um, once you start seeing uh, how organized this nature is and and how we can study it and learn from it. So the nakshatras are a great entry point into um, understanding the the incredible uh, complexity of consciousness and its expressions. So I hope that you're able to join me. I'll give the link to the class on the 27 nakshatras. And I will be back next week with the Moon Muse again. Hope you have a wonderful week, everybody. Take care.